Welcome to Come Queens, a pussy positive podcast challenging cultural norms around our bodies, sexuality, and pleasure so that we can smash the fucking patriarchy one conversation at a time. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. On this week's episode, we talk about COVID-19 and the women leaders who are fucking killing the game and crushing the virus. If you're a returning listener, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Those ratings really help us grow. Hell yeah. All right. So there's a lot of women fucking killing the game. I know. I And it's like... a. Sp- well, and I think they stand out so much because they're so... They're so... Li- wait, it's 7% of leaders are women. World leaders are women. Which is... Also, the same percentage of female CEOs. The Look magic number seven. Very low. <laughs> yeah, very low. Very, very low. And there are such prevalent male leaders who are really fucking things up, I think. <laughs> Like yeah, exactly. our, our, our hyper-masculine male leaders. I saw this fucking video this morning of Mike Pence going into the Mayo Clinic and just fucking, t- like, no mask up in the face of a dude who has coronavirus. I know, and so, they, they did, like, a um, an elbow the bump, bump. The elbow bump, yeah. It's and like, his reasoning was, I don't have coronavirus. I get tested regularly. So I'm not going to wear a mask. Literally everyone else is wearing a mask. But also, fuck you, Mr. Privilege. Who, who, we can't get tests out here. Right. Also, let's just hope that he does get it. I mean, yes. a little. <laughs> a little. I hope, I hope a lot. A lot. Yeah, and then he spreads it. Yeah, spreads it through that White House. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I feel like my the one that I was really excited about is Jacinda Ardern because they just knew who is the prime minister of New Zealand and they just announced that basically they've they've killed the virus and they're back to reopening I mean in phases of course because that's the reasonable thing to do but all of New Zealand as of uh, April 24th only had 17 deaths in the whole country and uh, 1,456 cases because they just implemented social distancing measures early on. They shut things down. They got access to, te- I mean, they just did everything that makes sense. Yeah. Their fatality rate was like 1.69%. Um, they do have like a relatively small population, you know, in reference to other countries, but that's like a country that relies completely on tourism. So that was like a bold move for her to actually take the, safe and correct step and shut it down immediately. Yeah. And she is so cool because she also is, um, or she has a 21 month old daughter and she is only the second woman next to Benazir Bhutto who had a child in office and she had it with a man who she's not married to, which is, I mean, that's the way of, that's the way of the times. 
I saw her being asked too, like about basically about why she wasn't married. And she was kind of like, I'm busy and I haven't had time to get around <laughs> to it. Like I, I got shit to worry about. Yeah, like I'm running a fucking <laughs> country here. Y'all. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have time, time to plan a wedding. <laughs> yeah. I can't be picking out fucking colors of napkins right now. Like, <laughs> so, and her, and then her partner is the, um, you know, the primary caregiving parent, yeah. which is really progressive too. So I was excited to see that. And it's just like, it just seems like the women when they've been leading the crisis are, well, I mean, they're just more reasonable. I was reading about all the reasons why women yeah. might be better. And, um, you know, like there's the tendency to think that taking, that risk taking is a positive quality, mm-hmm. but that men have more. But also that's like, testosterone related um, yeah exactly. and unsta- being unstable <laughs> yeah they're just poop 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 their hormone yeah. levels all over the place that's why one second trump's saying liberate the next second he's like stay yeah stay at home um they don't know what they're doing and like <laughs> and the and they they just the women seem to have like seen the problem up front and then like really gotten ahead of it but i was reading that they were saying that perhaps it's because like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you're going to be blamed either way. So you're you're more so incentivized to just do the right thing mm-hmm. than worry about being popular because you're going to be criticized more. Yeah, that makes total sense. I also saw that um, women leaders are more likely to be elected in political cultures that support and trust the government. So the people are going to listen to the government and actually stay inside and not protest like the people here in North Carolina. Uh, yeah, and in Michigan, that's another. Yeah, I know. Because that, that's Gretchen Whitmer is their governor. and Yeah, dude. She's, and they're coming for her. I know. But they, so they had the strictest stay-at-home policy in the nation. But they, it, it was because... They were like the third highest uh, death rate in the nation, but now they flatten the curve, curve successfully because of that. Like how, how are how are you going to argue against that? Right, like it's been enough time. I mean, I can understand how it at the very beginning, you, you know, you, if you didn't yet see the impact of the crisis, right. then maybe it wouldn't make sense. But like we have the results now. Yeah, and the results I mean, are in. <sighs> Yeah, and they say that it fucking makes sense to stay at home and to, you know, make safe choices. But, I mean, yeah. who knows? I wonder if they'll spike back up after all of those those protests. Yeah. And they were, they were chanting, lock her up at the protests. And Trump just refers to her As not by woman, her name. Right? Yeah. Yep. That the woman. Fuck? And it's like there are, there are other governors, obviously, who are male governors that he doesn't just say, like, he doesn't talk about, he that doesn't guy. like Andrew Cuomo. He says Cuomo. Yeah, he doesn't say Batman. Yeah. Yeah, he's, um, uh, he's something else. <laughs> so, uh, Whitmer, is that how you say it? Yeah. So she's going to start, she's actually going to start reopening the economy um, after May 15th. And it's going to be a gradual reopening, starting with construction firms, landscapers, nurseries. And I, I like read her, her policy. I think it makes a lot of sense. So she's got this advisory team that are going to calculate risks. Um, they have risk scores for 
different companies and jobs, and companies can reduce their risk score by adapting new safety protocol. I just hope other um, states are gonna gonna do this and not just open up all at once. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that's where the guidance is now that it's going to come in phases and then yeah. data. Phases plus data. Yeah. Because then you go, okay, like I know in our state they're waiting. We want to be two weeks past the peak, I believe, before they really go into the phase one of mm -hmm. the reopening. But we haven't peaked yet here in North Carolina, so we're kind of just still watching that. We just had our net, our another death yesterday here in our little county. Um, but, I mean, when you put that in perspective in New Zealand, like in our county, four people have died in well, I haven't checked that in a minute, but our neighboring county in Henderson County, they, I think they have had 13 deaths and the whole country of New Zealand <laughs> had 17. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, so I also was really impressed with San Francisco Mayor London Breed. Um, she actually shut down the entire city of San Francisco prior to any deaths from the virus. And she... This, I mean, this shouldn't be something that is surprising or impressive, but she's been paying attention to the virus since December <laughs> when it actually started. Right. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of I, a lot of these uh, women leaders, like when they took action in December, they saw like barely any deaths. Yeah, and so she just, you know, she recognized that obviously people were there was going to be backlash on a closing when they hadn't really seen the effects yet. But I mean. San Francisco's managed to really do a great job um, overall with it. And um, I was reading that one of the reasons that, you know, San Francisco particularly pays attention to this is because they were hit really hard with the AIDS epidemic mm. and they did not receive any support from the federal government. So from the beginning, they're just like, we get that we have to do this shit by ourselves right. and they... They've announced, though, ev even though they're doing well, they have for sure continued the shutdown through the end of May. And, I mean, that kind of indicates to me, like, hey, maybe that's what we should all be doing. I think you know? so, too, man. Like, May 15th, like, seems kind of early, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and I guess if it's just, like, oh, landscapers, like, small. like Right, right, right. That's a socially distant field to begin with. At least you're only around kind of each other mm -hmm. who are, you know who are there and stuff like that. But I don't really see like the whole nail salon as much as no. I would like to get my hair cut or my nails done. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that's coming anytime soon and I'm okay with that. I've learned to live with it, but I am going to have to get somebody. Are to, you going to cut your hair? Man, I don't fuck with touching my hair, but uh, I might have somebody just like trim the very, because my hair is short now, so there's like the little pieces on the end that are starting to kind of like yeah. get up on my neck and piss me off. So I might just see if like somebody will back there or something like that. You could do a mullet. I'm not going to do that. You don't think <laughs> that would be cute? No. Really? I, I call it the Carol Brady because my hair just oh, starts to cause it doesn't flip out. Flat. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it. But I did bleach my hair during quarantine, and that went well. Yeah. Um, I texted my hairdresser a picture of myself, and I'm like, "I'm sorry, it happened." And she's like, "It's okay. I might do it too." <laughs> I mean, of course, she fucking knows what she's doing. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I just like put the bleach on there and hope for the best. Me and my husband both bleached our hair at the same time, so <laughs> um, it was an impulsive decision, and it's gonna be fine. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, other leaders. Oh my God, Katie Porter. Do you know? Have you seen her? Who? Uh, no. Who's Katie? Porter? Uh, she's the whiteboard lady from uh, the House of Representatives. She oh, she goes up there. Um, she's she's a California representative, and um, she goes up there with her whiteboard and like does math for people. And she's an excellent questioner on the Hill. And she questioned, I believe, the director of the CDC to and forced him to say, "We will provide at the very beginning of this. We will provide free testing for." COVID-19 because she laid out on her whiteboard like the entire cost structure. Hey, this is what flu A test costs, flu B. This is what the blood panel going to the emergency room. And it was like $1,300. And she's like, people are going to not take action when they're sick. I mean, although we know that unfortunately, even though they have increased availability, like people aren't, you know, people are avoiding the hospital. Yeah, definitely. And and getting treated because of medical costs. Because even if it's free testing, aren't you if you get hospitalized, don't you still have to pay for that shit, I imagine? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean a few days in the hospital is thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. So because they said that she said thirty three percent of people of Americans don't seek medical care when needed because of like cost. Because of cost, yeah. But she's just great. Like, she just schools these motherfuckers, and she's, like, so straight-laced about it, too. Like, there's just the way, I don't know, you just feel like a teacher is, like, telling you what's (laughs) up, you know? (laughs) And I think that's probably why men are intimidated by women, because they get teacher vibes, but they need to be told. (laughs) Exactly. And, like, we, it's not, this isn't a time to... um. I don't, it's not a time to just like make random rash decisions off the top of your head, like um, drink bleach, <laughs> like drink. Like I wouldn't recommend it. You know, I kept thinking actually when that whole bleach shenanigans was going on, I kept thinking, or because Lysol issued a statement about yes. like don't 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 eat Lysol, but Please I don't want drink our product. I want Lysol to issue a statement saying don't put uh, Lysol on your pussy. in your vagina. Yes, yeah, that's what I, I know. Want. Where. I- <laughs> Where's that? I know. So we got to, because it doesn't, it's not good for any of that. It's not to be ingested internally. put it on your body. (laughs) Um, Otherwise, well, Angela Merkel or Angela. I hear it pronounced. Angela. Is it Angela? Angela. Angela. She seems like a man. She seems like very stern. She reminds me of like the old like the farmer people in my family, like the old, like serious farmer definitely, people. Like definitely. she's not fucking around. But she's like a um a fucking like is she a nuclear chemist or some shit? Like she got her degree in that. Wow. Well is that yeah, a thing? nuclear chemistry. No, I, don't, I, don't I don't I don't know. But she <laughs> <laughs> Well, Germany has really They good, got some fucking science shit going on over there. Yeah, they got some really nice education that's available and reasonably priced even if you want to get an advanced degree um but you know she's leading well on it the um iceland well yeah and iceland has also like iceland has made so many rules about women in leadership iceland Mm -hmm. has policies where you have to have like half of your board being women um and I, i just i keep thinking about this video of 
Reese Witherspoon that she gave she gave this speech that always sticks with me, but she was talking about how in movies there's always this line like the reason why she started writing her own starting her own production company mm-hmm. and creating her own movies is because she was tired of seeing the line what do we do now for w- that women would say that in the middle of a situation and she's uh, just like when have you seen a woman in a crisis situation turn to a man and say what do we do now what do we do now like women have women are always taking care of the crisis situations yeah, like exactly. this is it's not surprising, and they're not. It's it's not just the women who are in leadership role. I mean, in leadership roles in the government, like women are taking the lead. Nurses right now, mm-hmm. predominantly women. Teachers who are fucking still trying to deal with your kids through, <laughs> through Zoom, th- through a screen. Yeah, they're taking the lead right now. Women who are working from home and still dealing with homeschooling their kids mm-hmm. at the same time, still dealing with the domestic burdens. Like women are going to shoulder so much. Women are caregivers of the elderly. Women are CNAs. You know, like women are like a lot of the essential workers yeah. too. So, I mean, I think all, you know, Women are going to be, although less women are dying by the virus, I think that they're impacted by it in um, many stronger ways. And also, I think when you, maybe when you come from a marginalized group, especially like with the women of color who are leading too, I feel like you are able to maybe be more aware of risk because of the risks that you in your community have faced um, in your lifetime. Yeah. So, and because I, I was reading that, um, like men are overconfident. That's a big problem. Um, and then that's where this can get out of hand. 71% of American men say that they feel smarter than everybody else. Um, <laughs> but only 57% of women. And my guess is that 57% of women is just correct. You know, they're correct because that's just a little more. You know, it's just a little more than the men right. overall. You know, yeah. they're just smarter than all of the other men and some of if, a few of the women. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and and the white and and the white women who voted for Donald Trump. Right. No, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Shout yeah, out. I to- mean, oh, so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the white women <laughs> who got Trump elected. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to bash you guys because you can do better this time. I just want to say. We believe in you. We believe in you. You could have gotten all caught up in it. It was confusing. (laughs) No no shame. You have time to make better choices now. It was the internal uh, misogynism that you're experiencing. That's why you voted for Trump. Yeah. And and the racism, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Um. That played a big role, yeah. Yeah, Mayor Latoya Cantrell of New Orleans. So, yeah, she's in New Orleans uh, Parish. She um, is actually going against the governor's uh, wishes, to. So he put in place that restaurants could start serving people outside. Like, they could have outdoor seating for restaurants starting May 1st. And she was like, no, <laughs> we're not going to. That, that doesn't apply to New Orleans, just so you guys know. First of all, as somebody, well, you've lived in New Orleans, and I have a deep love for it, and have it's been so, here many it's times. It's an awesome fucking city. 
But I have I have questions. Like I feel like okay, what are New your Orleans. Questions? Well, not questions, but New Orleans goes hard is what I'm trying to say. Oh, for, and yeah, so oh, definitely, I feel like there isn't gonna be like a lot of gray area for New Orleans. Like they're either gonna be like they got to be in or out. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like once they get out, like woo, woo. <laughs> no holds it's a, bar. It's fucking yeah, yeah. Balls yeah, to the wall. It's going to be on. But, I mean, I think one of – was that you who was telling me that, like, Mardi Gras ended up really fucking up New Orleans because everybody was – you know, like, they just had a lot of exposure, right, bef- oh, to each yeah, other yeah. right and before Oh, yeah, yeah. And she this. was even saying, like, maybe Mardi Gras is going to be canceled for 2021. I mean, wow. she's taking, like, precautions. Like, she, she's worried about the safety and health of her people, and I feel like it's definitely, like, the male leaders who are more worried about, like – their the economy and their and constituents the and the economy and you know probably all the the people who are in who they're in their pockets and stuff you know they're just worried about not the well-being but, of their people but the thing is too that doesn't you know i mean they're saying it's the economy that's what i the i saw that too stupid. with um with the mayor of atlanta keisha bottoms mm-hmm. she uh she actually received a very terrible text message. Her and her 12-year-old son received text messages that ref- ref- like referred to them as the N-word. And then it said, just shut up and reopen Atlanta. Oh, because my God. She, yeah. She, she's at odds with um, the Georgia governor, Brian Kemp, who has said he's going to reopen. But again, like local leaders have some power in these situations. Yeah. So she's been pushing back on that, and I mean, obviously there's a backlash from it. But, I mean, we know this virus is impacting people of color at a much higher death rate due to environmental racism that already existed, mm-hmm. and this is just being blown up, you know, by it's just being exacerbated all the pre-existing conditions and health issues and disparities this is just amplifying all of that at one time um so i mean i really appreciate i mean it just sucks that i fucking texted it to her kid too i know yeah um so i i mean i really appreciate that these women are still willing to stand strong in Mm -hmm. the face of all this adversity and that they just know that what they're doing is more important than what the haters, you know, are saying or or doing, which is obviously rooted in, you know, misogyny and racism mm-hmm. in this case, too. Um, one of the women who first uh, took action was uh, President of Taiwan, Tsai Ing-wen, I'm guessing that's how you say it. I, you know, so I... Sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's I. It's I looked it up. I listened. Okay, to okay. How do you I've say been it? listening How do you say it, to Grace? pronunciations. How do you say it? before this? It's but yeah, you're that you're basically right. It's like but there's more of like it's like sai like. Okay. <laughs> now I'm gonna butcher it. Sai Ing Wen. Sai Ing Wen. Yeah, and she <laughs> she's a uh, yeah she's a badass too. Yeah, she I a, mean she was early early fucking intervention because um, she was hearing about this this new flu-like virus in China in December of 2019. Like, okay, so everyone heard about this in 2019. 
and and our president, and our fucking guy, is going to be like, no one saw this coming. We don't like. And in February, he said it's just going to go away on its own. It's going to be a zero percent death rate. We got like fifteen people. It'll go away. Like what's just the, the Easter Bunny is going to come out, and it's going to be fine. We're going to reopen just, on Easter. Jesus is going to come back. It's going to be. Great. We're all going to take shots of bleach. Jesus to Christ. celebrate. <laughs> But so Taiwan itself is shunned by the World Health Organization. So they were theoretically going to be like seriously at risk. Um, they thought the virus was going to blow up in this country. But because of her and her early um, intervention, she started a whole epidemic command center. She made sure to manufacture PPE. Um, she restricted flights from China. There were only six deaths in a country of 24 fucking million people and 429 infections. Like, holy shit, that's amazing. So now she's... And in such close proximity to the the hub of the outbreak. Exactly, dude. It's mind-blowing. So now they basically beat the virus. Fucking six deaths, I think they did. Um, So now they're shipping all their PPE production to hotspots in fucking the United States and Europe. Yeah, and they're still coming to save us. Like, yeah, that's, I know. Like, How nice. <laughs> they should just be like, fuck you, but they're going to help us anyway. They definitely should because, uh, like, all of Americans are being incredibly racist and profiling Asians and saying, like, it's because you ate a bat or whatever that we have this fucking virus. But yet they're still coming to help our fucking ignorant racist asses. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I was talking about that the other day because I personally feel like it's a dog whistle. Like when you hear Trump talking about also like how black people have coronavirus at work. Like I feel like he's simultaneously trying to say like be afraid of people of color in general. Like whether I mean whether he's calling it the Chinese virus or talking. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's talking about the increased rates of infection among black people because, because he's trying it, to help them. Right. right just just evidence doesn't suggest that yeah and so i feel like that's that's what they're going to start to move you know to move towards and and say as the um you know and he's like using all these personal responsibility lines but the truth is like the well honestly like those i mean women and i mean all these leaders of color they're the ones who are taking like quick decisive action Mm -hmm. actually making real steps and trying to use the opportunity to highlight the the inequality that exists and that's i saw um elizabeth warren and aoc teaming up on a live stream yesterday to talk about they're trying to stop mergers and acquisitions from happening right now because what they're concerned about is that while all these small businesses are in such dire financial straits that they're going to just get gobbled up Mm -hmm. and I I actually that really started to freak me out because I just thought about well I thought about our city and like what if uh you know Anheuser-Busch comes in and buys all the oh my god yeah because InBev already bought Wicked Weed which honestly like the guys who started Wicked Weed were already rich to begin with and then they uh they basically like set their company up to sell which Mm. some people do that but um but like all of our local, like that we have what thirty some local breweries here, or our restaurants. Like what if yeah in in downtown Asheville we have so few chains, which is 
something that's so vibrant and wonderful mm-hmm. and makes our community great. And we have one of the highest concentrations of small businesses in the country. We do have an anthropology and an urban outfitters. <laughs> boo, yeah. boo. But other than that, <laughs> like I can't really think of any other chains, chains that are yeah that are downtown. Um, Tupelo Honey. Well, but Tupelo Honey started in the location that's downtown. Now they have it because it's a small business that thrived, nice. thrived right out of here. And now is yeah, Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, is also a chain. But I don't know. But that's I think like they four. Start, right. Yeah. And they're not like massive conglomerates. No, we no. don't we don't have Ruth Chris Steakhouse here. I mean, in downtown, we do have one at the mall, essentially. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just think that like the economic impact of this is going to like the way that they're setting it up. It's so dangerous because they're giving all this money to these giant corporations. And the last time we had a recession, that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. They gobbled up all the wealth, but I mean, we don't have room. I mean, we didn't have room for it then, but especially now, like we do not have room for another wealth grab. And they were saying, and Elizabeth and Alexandria were saying, you know, now it's not an essential Mergers and acquisitions are not an essential business. Thank and I was you. like, yes. that's fucking true. <laughs> Snaps for them. And I, I've been attending all these online um, forums and they've been hosting all of these things, you know, to help people like for rent cancellation, like co- sort of virtual protests or and virtual organizing um, because AOC is leading that along with Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, and uh, Ilhan Omar are all, you know, the squad. Mm-hmm. AOC was the only one to vote against the last um, stimulus package because she was just like, it's not enough. Right. And they're, and the thing is, those women are in the districts that are the most impacted districts. Like, Queens has the most like the worst in- infection rates they're going bec- because they were already the same people who had mm-hmm. it so hard before this. So I just think that they're doing a beautiful job and allowing us to reimagine what it would look like if we, if we truly cared for one another. And in this case, recognizing that when you care about other people, it's actually helping you. It's, like, yeah, it's beneficial we- <laughs> for everyone as a whole. I mean, yeah. and that's what I don't, that's what I never understand. It's like, how can you not, maybe, yeah, how can you not see how the good of the whole is is good yeah. for you? Yeah. Because all everything would be better if people weren't, you know, like crime would be down, if people weren't living in, you know, scare, like with scarcity and poverty and, you know, like if we treated people with addiction, that, I mean, <laughs> I just... Mm-hmm. I wish we could treat every crisis because there's so many other crises that we have had that are killing many people, but it just isn't something that spreads. So right. that, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that you can like clearly see that is impacting right. literally everyone. Right. Right. But I mean, we, we face those same issues in so many other arenas with, that cause the deaths of our people in ways that are just don't need to happen and that hurt our communities and our economy. So I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm proud of these women. And I hope that they, 
I hope that they're able, that this shows us even more the urgency of putting more women in leadership, which we will ideally have an opportunity to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. this November. Down ballot. Don't forget your down ballot races. Don't get caught up in just the presidential side of things, the election, because uh, clearly we, it's your local leaders who are actually working for you. Exactly. Trump's telling you to fucking drink bleach, guys. <laughs> like, Right. Like, <laughs> And people are listening to that, which is equally yeah, exactly. <laughs> But... Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't wait. You, yeah, that's what, um, actually, in that same video with Reese Witherspoon, oh, what did she say? She's like, my mother, like, my southern, my mother was a southern woman, and she told me, like, basically, you can't wait for anybody to help you. You got to help yourself. Like, you, and I really think we yeah. have to take on that mentality at this time. And that's where, and that's where women have always led is mm-hmm. within the community, so I think that that's a great place for us to all start. Um, oh, I have to really recommend watching if you're, if you're quarantined. I really recommend watching Mrs. America. On Oh, yes. I've been watching that, too. It's great. Oh, talk about interesting women who lead. Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, well, and you just think about that show really makes you think about Phyllis Schlafly's strengths too. She was she basically fought against um, the Equal Rights Amendment. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking, like you, I just keep thinking women can be all of these things. Yeah. It's like they want to put you in a box as one. I don't know. And during this time, I've really, I think I've been leaning into like my domestic activities in ways that I don't, sure. I, I think, don't yeah, normally I do. Think- Honestly, like whether you're male or female, I think everyone has a little bit. Well, right, because domestic just you're at home. uh, You're at home, and (laughs) and that's what. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I came when I got home from showing houses yesterday. My husband had dinner made for me, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm impressed!" Holy shit, that's amazing. Tofu tacos. Was it by candlelight? They were dank. Uh, no candles. Okay. But we we could have had them. We've been buying candles. That's like something we've been stocking up on weirdly. Part of your during... prepper. <laughs> yeah. We're ready. <laughs> and also, oh, by the way, people, like you should be, I mean, don't get complacent. I feel like we've been doing this for so long that like people are getting a little lax. And I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't had my waves with it too because you're like, oh, what's going right. on? With the social distancing and everything. Yeah. Well, not just with that, but um, I I was reading, this is not related to our topic, but I was reading some pretty concerning articles yesterday about the food, food supply. And uh, Oh, yeah. Did you, did you see that Trump made um, meat uh, packaging plants essential businesses? Yes. And the reason why he did that is because the CEO of Tyson that makes mm-hmm. the chicken and shit. He was going to shut down a bunch of the. No, he did. He shut. He already did. Because shut thousands down. of workers have contracted coronavirus already. Like. Yeah. And if you don't. And they're fucking touching your food. So it's exactly. not like, again, like you might not give a shit about that person, but you should give a shit that your food is getting You're touched by someone. that fucking COVID beat. Right. Um, and so now he, so he, the CEO took out like a full page ad in like the New York Times and the Washington Post with this letter basically outlining like at this point they are euthanizing, like yes. they've euthanized seven, 700,000 hogs. Because we can't eat those bitches. 
Yeah, because they can't process them fast enough. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the big problems in all of this, like whether it's testing PPE, is like distribution. So we have people who don't have food out here, but we can't get the food to mm-hmm. them. And the supply chains are breaking down. So they were saying in a couple of weeks, I'm a vegetarian. Here's what I I say. Let them fail. Exactly. I was like, if Grace can fucking be a vegetarian, she's living her best life. She's healthy. (laughs) She's eating those chickpeas and tofu. Like, shit. Yeah. I could probably do it, too. Even if you don't. And that's I've really tried to move away from like meat substitutes so much lately and I'm trying to amp up but like other foods that are great to have during this time that are high protein beans you can buy them dry and soak them I've done it it's like yeah so beans and chickpeas end up being like a huge and then nuts of course but they but those are big protein sources for me and I feel like um you know I mean we just have to face the facts that like it's not viable to continue to have all this meat, but they're like slaughtering. They're they're first of all they're giving all these pigs abortions, and then they're like they're gassing them like in gas chambers because. But then they don't even have anywhere to put their carcasses. Yeah, it it really I, I exposes mean, <laughs> like the gross underbelly of America's meat consumption and distribution. I mean, we have so many animals that we have to euthanize them. Yeah, and but yet people are starving in other areas of the country. Like it makes no have, sense. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. We have enough. I I just keep saying that over and over. It's like we have enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of how we distribute it. And if you can make it so that we can distribute everything that we need to everybody, this doesn't have to. I don't believe this has to turn into an economic collapse. I don't. But when there are certain industries that have already been making risky choices, which, I mean, I, I like I know a little bit about the meat processing industry, obviously, from being a vegetarian. But, yeah. but like, I mean, it's already in, insanely unhealthy, unsafe working conditions. And the the workers, the workers need, I mean, I, it is obviously upsetting that they're gassing the animals. But, I mean, the real truth is... First of all, can the, the president human beings who are right yeah. can can the president force people to go to work in these unsafe conditions? Um, and I mean, they they still have somewhat of a personal choice of whether or not to show up, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were but actually then they're going to risk their livelihood, and they're not going to have a job. Like, right? So you're, I mean, it puts you in a very very difficult position. But I mean, these people, it's just spreading rampantly and everybody's packed in there, packed in with all these animals. And and let's not forget that this whole virus started because of inhumane yes. and disgusting slaughter of animals. I'm yeah. sorry. I feel like I'm ranting on a vegan agenda, but I, that's <laughs> no, but like I I just really definitely was like, whoa, I know. it is the irony. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that's where that's how it all began. And so if we just can remember that as we move forward, you know, like, why aren't they just stopping? They should just pause. Meat isn't meat is the least um, efficient way to distribute food because you have to feed so much grain to Mm -hmm. the animal. Like if you shifted all that to to just like other foods, then we would all have more food, too. Right. So, I mean, I just think that it should be a commo- it should be an extra special commodity. I'm not saying we should ban all meat or something, but like 
meat should be of and you and if you are eating meat, you need to buy like high quality meat because this other shit is can be very disgusting. Yeah, Americans eat way too much meat as it is. Like uh, we eat meat like for three meals a day. Like that's just not necessary. But we are trained like to believe like that. <laughs> Right. I mean, I, I really don't blame people because so often, like, that's been my most commonly asked question in my life. People are like, well, what do you eat? I'm like, what do I eat? Have you so seen many the, things? Have you seen the food pyramid? Like half <laughs> of one of the top squares is meat. All the rest. I know we're not on the food pyramid anymore. But right. We changed it to the plate or something. Right. Yeah. And then I like the rainbow in my tummy idea, you know, that they do with the kids, you know, just make a rainbow on your plate and you're good to go. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we have to show we have to show support for the women that are leading in this crisis, and also elect more of them in November if we can. Yeah. After Trump's trying to shut down the post office, mm-hmm. I went and bought two books of stamps yesterday oh, just good. to support them. I got ones with Scooby Doo and Marvin Gaye. <laughs> oh, nice. And, but I mean, that's what they're like. I mean, just stay vigilant, people, because if we can't vote in November, that's going to be a real fucking problem, you yeah. know? And they're, they're, the Republicans are trying as hard as they can to remove this vote by mail, mm-hmm. uh, which people have been doing. It's not, I mean, that's been exactly. the whole, that's how the military votes, essentially, you know? So, um, and I mean, I think just, you know, we need to, if you, we need to appreciate all of the women who are doing the work that they continue to do and have done before, you know, to manage our households and our, <laughs> are just like protecting our livelihoods in the work that they do um, out there. Because I think that they're very, I don't know, like I, I texted a former coworker of mine and you know, she has two kids that she's trying to homeschool while being mm-hmm. a boss ass bitch and being a control. She's like a controller of a plant. So she's trying wow. to do that and teach like a seven year old for, for, you know, first grade. Yeah. I, I, that, that's like by herself, you know, I mean, that's there's and, and also if you can, maybe we can work together to be like, hey, how can I support you? You know, because I know with my friends with kids, well, some of them, it's been, you know, especially challenging during this time if you're trapped inside and not everywhere. We're lucky that we live in a place where you can go outside pretty easily right, to play. Yeah. But if you live in a city, like, they're not, it's not safe to do that. Yeah. Um, and I hope in the end that these women get the praise that they, the the women in government get the praise that they deserve. Yeah, reelect them. They're fucking fighting for you right now. It's just absurd that people can be like, "Oh, we didn't know." Oh, like it's when there's it's there's clearly such honestly. proven leadership. We have yeah. proven leadership on this. We know mm-hmm. what the difference looks like. So don't say, you know, don't say that. What like it's like they just want to say that. Oh, well, it could have been worse. Well, I mean. That's, yeah. I mean, we have to use an abundance of caution. Yeah. <laughs> and and women are the ones who are going, who are more likely to do that. Men, when men have mm-hmm. stress responses, their cortisol levels go higher, I read. And then they're more likely to fight back and take risks as a result instead of just like having calm and rational. And also like if you keep your decisions people first, that's going to be good for everything down the line. Yeah. I never... 
I don't understand. I think if and you're leading that, that your way. job as a government leader. Right. And if the economy, how bad do you think the economy is going to be if you cause a continued spread in a way where a bunch of people get killed? I mean, that's going to be way worse than two more weeks of staying at home. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And this the spike, the theoretical spike in fall is also kind of terrifying, too. Oh, yeah. You mean like coming back with the Mm -hmm. with the seasonal flu at the same time? Yeah. I mean, and and I mean, Germany, Angela Merkel is out there trying to give us tests at the beginning of this. And we refused them. We said no. They're trying to help us. They they feel for us. They're like, you got that fucking guy who's saying, can we do something with light maybe? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, and they're like, I feel like they're, it, it's just, I don't, people are pitying America. You know, we've been many yeah. things to many people. Right. For many years, we've been a feared nation. Mm-hmm. We've been a revered nation. But I don't know that, like, at this point, they're just like, geez, that sucks for you guys. They're like, like Jesus you're... Christ, what is going on over there? But and but again, it is it is a good reminder about the the local governments, because that's where yeah. that's where we can that's where it's really going to matter most in the rebuilding, too. Like mm-hmm. we're going to have to get together as communities. And um, I would like to say, speaking of another area where women dominate, the nonprofit world is is suffering greatly right now um and i feel like that hasn't really been discussed that much but our nonprofits are the backbones of our communities so um we would encourage you to look into what your favorite local nonprofit is and give them money right now Mm -hmm. because most of them rely on fundraisers that aren't allowed to happen anymore and you'd be shocked at how many services um, that they provide for they're providing your neighbors just Mm -hmm people you know right. yeah and are available for you you know so many mm-hmm. of ours like mountain Bizworks is one of our local ones that's how you know it's helping get these loans out to people these small business loans um they're out there like making sure that that all happens behind the scenes these organizations are the food banks the you know they're getting basic needs they're helping people with rent shortfalls and so you got to figure out who's doing that in your community and give money directly to them. Because if you if you got that stimulus check and maybe you didn't need it all, maybe maybe get yourself something special so you can, you know, feel human during <laughs> scented candle, a scented candle. My latest one was Amazon. I was like, well, wow, I don't know that didn't don't think is what the Amazon smells like. But um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then and then give and then give some of that, pass it on because if we all just give a little bit, or we all sub- give some dollars to a candidate, a woman candidate that we support. Yes, mm-hmm. because I feel like sometimes they talk about like, oh, the system, the system. But hey, we're all part of that system. We're, yeah, and exactly. If, if we make different choices, we can make a difference too. Make it work for us. Yeah. Exactly. Beep, beep, so. boop, 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 boop. <laughs> this is breaking local North Carolina news. <laughs> a pug named Winston may be the first dog in the U.S. to test positive for coronavirus. Oh my God! My Grammy sent me that yesterday. My Isn't Grammy. That crazy. My Grammy texted me a picture of the dog. <laughs> yeah. He's and, cute. Um, He's cute. Because I knew about cats, I was right. really yeah. There's some cats in New York, right? That has tested positive. 
Well, yeah, and, and the Hong tigers, Kong. the tigers at the Bronx Zoo. Yes, yeah, the big um, ones too. Yeah, so, but then my Grammy said that I should make my new puppy start wearing a mask. Oh, I, I mean, it would be cute. But it would be cute, but man, he would, how is he going to breathe? Yeah, and well, how are any of us breathing in those masks? It, it's, it was really a challenge. Like, I was in the grocery store with the, like, thick painting mask. And I was like, oh, I want to scratch my nose and so bad and it's itching. But I did not touch it. I was like, I, I can't. I got the glasses. Oh, right. Combo. Yeah. You got a whole That's other problem with fogging. Yeah. Well, it's not so much the fogging as much as it's just all like up in each other because yeah. my glasses are really big. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I've been trying to stay strong with that. Did you see that same lady who made the the tea cozies that were vulvas that you posted way back when? Is now uh, making masks the same Vagina? way. Vagina, Vagina. Yeah, there's big vulva <gasps> things, and you know, wearing them out. I have, I have a button that says "pussy power" on it that I tried to attach to my mask, but mm-hmm. then it made it too. He- it was too heavy, and it didn't work <laughs> out. But I've been wearing that out. I've been wearing my pussy power button a lot, and I've been also just wearing robes in public because um, nice. Because why not? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like, I went up just real – I got some takeout food. Um, that's another way you can support women during this time, too. Support their businesses. Yes, local uh, businesses, seriously. Use the, you know, if and when you are buying that special scent of candle from yourself, hey, maybe go on Etsy and get it from, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a woman artist. Or um, I think that that – yeah, because where we – what we choose to do with our dollars is going to determine what the end outcome of the economy is yes, right now. Yes, exactly. So, wise words, Grace. <laughs> I'm just all about the economic, you know, shift. Yeah, I mean it's but, it's scary. It's uh, we're gonna see what uh, what they're calling quote unquote the new norm is gonna look like. So, yeah, we just have to be a part of shaping it yeah. and not let somebody else make it for us, mm-hmm. or else it's gonna be a bad a bad worse situation. <laughs> All right. I guess I think that's going to do it for us on this episode. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, we haven't gotten, we need a new review. If you give us a new review, we'll send you, I'll use those stamps. You can. (gasps) Ooh, maybe you can ask for which stamp you want, Scooby-Doo or Marvin Gaye. Yes, they're both beautiful. So they were out of, uh, they were out of tigers though. Everyone must be, there's a run on the tigers. (laughs) Yeah. Because of the sense. Tiger King. I haven't <laughs> checked on him. I hope he's doing okay. Is he still in jail? You know, they, they let out Takashi 6 9 because of COVID. Oh, thank God. Yo, no. he's going <laughs> to get killed, though. Somebody, I'm just, <laughs> somebody got to S- kill him for sure. S- stitches get stitches. If it's not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Um, this podcast is really helping me get through coronavirus, Same. so I I really appreciate it. <laughs> and maybe Bye. I'll help you too. Oh. So listen. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>